are the ones that are listening to this. I live in North America, like most of us do. And through all of the wars that's been going on between like Russia and Ukraine, yeah, look at that. And it's all biblical because, you know, Christ the Messiah, he actually talked about this anyway in Matthew chapter 24. There's no need to worry about it. I mean, we're going to go through some times. And these times is for us to get our, our house in order. Meaning your spiritual house. And your physical one too. Actually, in literal. But we need to get ourselves together. I just had a young man to ask me a question. He just recently got married. He asked me a question. Do you think that the economy can get better if they had a better president for the United States of America. And I sit there and I looked at him and I'm like, so if you're thinking that if we get a better president, I don't know what better meant because he was a Caucasian person and I'm not sure what better means to different nationalities of people. But me being this cultural woman of Israel, with my melon, I'm thinking you say you're a Christian then you understand that the Bible basically explaining to you there is not a turning around of making this economy better. We live in a time where we're living in spiritual Egypt. So if you're living in spiritual Egypt not actual Egypt, but he talks about in Revelation about Egypt Okay, because people can continue to relive things and try to live a history the way the old is. King Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun. So the spiritual Egypt that we're living in, Sodom, he says, we're living in this particular time. So how do you think that a man can come in and become president now to be better? And he was a Trump supporter, too. He told me that at one time, but he felt like Trump wasn't, uh, he was an idiot. That's what he said. But anyway, um, we're living in a time that there is no way of no man can come to rescue you but Christ. I mean, that's, it, it makes no sense. We think that we can get things better. They took the mass mandates down and all of this stuff. You think that's going to make things better? You're really, they're trying to mess with the minds of the, of the people. Knowing that this is not going to help us. You take the mask off, you're worrying about the mask. But yet, on the other end, your gas prices is going up. That means your food prices is going to go up. Many of us are struggling enough, barely making ends meet. So now you got to reduce the amount of money that, to feed your family to get gas to go to work. Then when you do that, when you go to the grocery stores, there's an inflation there. So in, in the old um, original Egypt of ancient times, that was a great famine. So the famine was people didn't have the kind of food, you know. They didn't have food to, to, to sustain themselves. They 
something, but they didn't have, you know, the wheat, the barley, whatever they need to make flour, bread, or whatever. You might have had corn or something you might have had, but you don't have enough to feed your family. So when that happened, many of the people in the old Egyptian time, they had to go to Egypt. Go, because that's where Joseph was, if you know, if you know the scriptures. So Joseph by this time, which was a black man, people just don't understand, he was a black man running Egypt under this particular pharaoh, right? And so um with all of this power he had in his hands, he was able to make sure people of these old cultures would be okay. But he definitely made sure that his family, when his brothers showed up, that they were just fine. He made sure in the end that all was well, that he brought his family into this particular old Egypt because he was he was overseeing this in the governor part. And that's another problem with us. We go in and we vote these people into offices and you know, these, you know, a lot of the black Americans or whatever you want to call yourselves, you, you vote these people in and they're unrighteous. And then you expect for them to come and save you when all they're doing is planning something else. Anytime something happens in this environment or in this society, you, they have you looking one way while they getting ready to bust you up on the other. You don't know what's getting ready to happen in the back door because you're too busy looking, oh, I'm so happy about the front door, but now they kicking in your back door with something else. So they take off the mask mandate, kick your back door in, raise the gas prices, food prices, everything is gonna start changing. That's why we need to get our houses in order in our faith, in our belief, in our structure. We need to go back to the commandments of the Most High God. And we don't even do that. A lot of our prayers even go nowhere. Because one, we don't know how to pray. We've talked about episodes about uh, women learning to pray by covering your heads. Your grandmothers and your great-grandmothers back in the day, they had to do these things, but they did it because it was an order of honor. And then now it's to a point that, well, I look too cute. I don't want to cover my head to talk to the Most High God. I'm too cute. I'm too this. I'm too that cover yourselves not only covering your head you should be covering your whole body and stop exposing yourself these things here are hurting us and we don't even know it because a lot of the so-called African Americans that came over here on the slave ship you know the good ship of Jesus learn your history the good ship of Jesus they were shipping people over here from the western parts of Africa and they shipped them here so you can come over here and work to build up North America. Now we're just talking about North America because the slave ship went to South America, been, it has been to Europe, it has been all over this earth. But we're just going to study just the big master Babylon of America, North America. 
she is the Babylon. Because you, I don't care what kind of religion you have, you can practice it here. You can put up any demon things you want. You can put up satanic things. You can put up things that what you feel is righteous, which is all the Bible calls idolatry. Now you can do all of this stuff here. If you want to have a girlfriend, you can have a girlfriend. You want a boyfriend, you can have a boyfriend. You want another a woman want to have a, a another woman to be her wife, you can do that here. That's that's this is spiritual Egypt. Because in Sodom time, that's what they did. Men sleep with men, women sleep with women, women sleep with women. It's okay. It's the new norm now. Mm -mm. It's unrighteous according to the word of the Most High God. It's not the way, it's it's unnatural is the word that he uses. It's, it's unnatural. So we shouldn't even be doing these things. We're so busy worrying about the wrong things and let's go and have fun. The money that we even get, we're not even putting that money back into the household in a proper way. Many of us need to go and buy us some land. Many of us may have land and don't use it or don't want to farm it or don't want to do anything with it. Many of us need to condense and learn how to love your neighbor, which is your family, your kindred, your brother, your sister. A lot of families need to come back together and unify. This is what we really need to do all across the planet. And the reason why we don't get along now is because there was structure many years ago, the Jim Crow laws and the things that they put to keep us against each other. That's not, that makes no sense. While other nationality or race of people, they learn how to get along much better. But we don't. But we jealous of somebody because they look like they got a little bit more than you do. And you don't even know their struggles. You don't know when they crying on their pillow at night. You don't know that they walking around with a smile on their face and the burdens that are in their hearts. And they still trying to help somebody else that hate their guts but look like them. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I was just thinking about the economy and how things are going. And I watch our people. I'm a people watcher. I think it's one of the greatest things that the Most High has created. But he has all this other beauty too that he has. Now we came from the earth because that's where Adam came from. Now we came from this earth and a lot of times our bodies even adjust to the climates because you were part of the earth when the beginning. So when he made Adam and he reached down in the earth and he dug quite deep because most of the scientists realized that he was a well dark melanated brother. Isn't that interesting? Even scientists know that Adam was a black man. What you would consider a black man this day in time. But this well melanated brother, Adam, you know, he was designed for our future. He was designed to make sure that the next generations, a thousand years or two down the road, would be all right if we kept the commandments of the Most High. People don't realize that Adam was given a commandment in the beginning. The commandments have been here from the beginning. The time you have your child, your baby lays in the wound, when that baby comes out, you're going to have some commandments some structure 
some laws, guidelines that this baby has to follow. No, you will not touch that. No, you don't put that in the in the socket. No, you don't flood my house out and keep the water running. No, you know you wash your hands before you go in the kitchen. No, don't touch that. No, keep your shoes on when you're walking. These are things that they, you automatically are designed and you tell your child through the whole time you're raising them. And then as they get older, they get new rules. Yes. It's kind of ironic how they teach us in the church not to follow the laws of the Most High God. Not realizing that there were one law that Christ the Messiah himself has changed. It really wasn't a change. It was a modification. I'm no longer accepting these old animals and stuff that you're bringing to me. I don't want those things. I don't want the animal sacrifices for your sin. Atonement for sin. Sin is the biggest thing. The biggest law. The rest of the laws are still in place. There's many laws that are still in place. You can't sleep with a beast. Bestiology. You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to go raping women. You know, these laws are in place. You're not supposed to have same-sex uh, marriages and intercourses. Those are laws that still remain the same. Even in your own mamas and daddy house, you're going to have the same thing. Don't come in here cussing in my house. Don't come in here with the, uh, in my refrigerator without washing your hands. Don't you come in. It's the same thing. The only thing she might have modified is... Well, you can only bring her here if she your wife. You can't sleep in the same bed in my house unless you're married. That's a modification. And that's the only thing that was modified for the time of the sin. The modification was, we would no longer take your beast. God said, I'm not going to take those anymore. I'm sending my son to die for you. So I can, I can actually accept your prayers. The repentance for the wickedness that we have done through generation and generation. These are the things that the Most High, our Father, Abba Nawa himself, was trying to tell us. But people don't get it. And now we're living in a time, because the book has already been written. That Holy Bible, those prophets was inspired by the word of the most high God to write this and to remind the next generation what you're supposed to be doing now we're just the actors and actresses living it out many don't even understand the word because it's not given to them for understanding this is the reason why many people can't pick up the holy bible and think they know what it is and now they teach you in time to pick up the holy bible and start reading it in the middle of the book. I've never liked to watch a movie or a sitcom or a series and don't know what's going on. You need to start from the beginning because the book tells us things from the beginning that's going to happen in the end. So the prophecies, there's many prophecies that even told that Christ was coming like Deuteronomy uh, 18 and 18. It's already explaining when he's going to send a brother that look like you to come help you in the future. There's many things that we don't understand about the book because we don't take the time out to really pray to understand the meaning. 
But there's a lot of people now that are waking up because the Most High has been bringing His Spirit and He raising that Spirit up mighty. Many things are coming to fruition. Many things are coming that people don't even understand. So when this Caucasian, you know, gentleman, he decides, he thinks that some other white man that can come into presidency, I guess, to come and help, he's not going to help. Most of those candidates have already chosen anyway. Most of the presidents of the United States, no matter what they say, they've already been chosen. They've already started. They know who they want in there. They know who they can pull the puppet strings. Everybody thinks that the president of the United States is really have the biggest power, but they do not. But most people don't know that they're just puppets. They're puppets. That's the reason why you put somebody like Obama that might look like you into office. But what you don't realize is um, Obama would be considered in ancient time a Hamite, meaning he came from Ham because he came from his father's lineage. Most of us, like Christ, Christ came from Sham. He was a Shemitic. Sham. So most of you, even your African Americans are Shamite people. They're Sham. Because Christ was a very, 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 very dark man with woolly hair. So most people don't even realize this, that this is a leading factor later on in life because of the promises that the Most High God has already said. You're going to get the kingdom means the heavenly kingdom when this kingdom is over because baby this is the kingdom that we live in and this kingdom has a system and if you look at the money you look at your money who's on your dollar bills who's on your coins who is that whoever's on their coins who's ever on your dollar bills basically is running this nation those are the forefathers for North America they're not my forefathers because my forefathers was Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and, and Isaiah, and Peter, and Paul. And those were my ancestors. Those are my forefathers according to scripture and according to the spirit of the Most High God. So this kingdom was set. So everything you learned in this kingdom that you love in your traditions... You learned it from the people that are on those $5 bills, $1 bills. That is the establishment. And we were the slaves that made this society. We built this country up. And now, now, we gonna hurt you bad. You can get out, we can shoot you down, we can kill you, we can rape you, we've been doing this. And nobody is going to help. And that's what goes back to Deuteronomy uh, 28 and 68. That's why nobody can buy you out of this place but Christ. Christ is the only one that can come and redeem his people. He's coming to redeem. Redeem means you got to get back. You obviously been somewhere before 
you can't redeem nothing unless you owned it before. That's why Christ always talks about God's people, Christ is going to redeem. Because the most high, we belong to him. And Christ came to help us. To give us repentance, to bring us back to the book. Bring us back to the law, statutes, and commandments as it is written. Most people hear this all the time. Christ has said it, I don't know how many times. As it is written, as it is written. Okay, if it's written, where was it written at? What is he repeating? He's repeating history because it's in the Old Testament. And anytime you read your Bible and it says, as it is written, let me just advise you to go find out where it was written at so you can get an understanding in the context of what he's trying to tell you. Most people don't know that as it is written, it's in the Old Testament and he's following those old laws, statutes, and commandments. And that's why when we talk about the law, we get confused because it's not all the laws, it is a law that was modified by Christ. And that's what we're missing in this nation. We are now missing how to go back to our roots. Well, we have to go back. If you don't, you will fail. We need to go back to the book. And we go into, a lot of times we go in these churches and many of our pastors don't even understand what they're teaching because the schools that they went to those people that own the schools made the schools directed the schools are the same people that look like their dollar bills one dollar five dollar ten dollar the same people keeping you sleep wake up keeping you sleep I'm trying to think I'm thinking it's Daniel to say Daniel 7 and 25. I have to go back and read that, but I'm driving right now. But he says that it's going to be a time, y'all have to find this, but it's going to be a time after time they're going to change the times for us, the dates, the seasons, you know, things like that. They're going to do that um, just like, as an example, New Year. Why is New Year January 1st? January 1st New Year when everything is cold and old and then died out there's nothing new on the planet but why is it that when Christ was born he had to be born somewhere around the spring because they were having Passover time and that was a part of coming up with the new year because the flowers coming out, the grass, the air is freshened. You know, you see so many things become freshened and new. The tree begins to sprout all their beautiful uh, leaves and, you know, plants are growing, crops are growing, you know. Why is it that the new year is winter and a dead cold of winter when it's nothing going on? People got to ask these questions because in history it does show that the Hebrew Israelite people, their new year was around spring. When 
Christmas going. I'm like, wait a minute. But I thought Christ was going around December 25th. No, that ain't no, 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 he wasn't. Because your shepherds were in the field watching flock. Your shepherd is in the field watching the flock. You know, from the lion, tigers, and bears on my eye. Because many wolves came out trying to get the sheep and all of this. In the dead cold of winter, ain't no man going to be out there with no robe on and a staff in his hand. Standing out there in the freezing cold trying to guard. No, because those animals are moved into more of a sheltered area. That's why they have barns and stuff. That's where. And then... That's the scripture. These movies tell us something different. There's a lot of things we should start questioning and asking. Why is a shepherd outside uh, tending the flock in the dead of winter? Because they don't do that. Plus, they don't even. There's nothing for them to eat out there. They can't graze. The animal cannot graze on the grass. They can't do any of that stuff. Nothing. That's why you got to give them some hay. You got to feed them in those cold times. So I didn't understand that part either. That, that was something I said. That, this doesn't sound right. And then when I read Jeremiah, you know, uh, Jeremiah 10 um, and 2, you know, where he talk about the tree and all of this stuff. He talks about so much stuff about the tree and cutting the tree down and putting silver and gold on it. And he tell you not to do these things. And then we turn around and do it. Where are you getting these customs from? Those are not the customs of the Most High in Christ. That's not the customs. And that's why he tells us these are traditions of men, not my traditions. And that if that's what you're doing and we continue to do it, we're failing. We're not being obedient. I don't care how much you say you were Christian. And you can't make something that is wicked to make it a blessing for him. When he already said it's wicked. And you want to bring me trash. That's just like a man, your husband, messing around on you. And you know it. He bring you some other woman's stuff. And bring it to you. Here's her drawers and her panties and blouse and stuff. Here, take this. Here, where'd you get this necklace? Where you get these panties from? Where you get this? Where you get this outfit from? You brought it from his ex or his lover or whatever. That jumped up. That's nasty. And that's the way the Most High. It's abominable and nasty. We need to get get it right. You wouldn't bring your mama and your daddy some old nasty stuff. Then don't bring our, our power, no knowing father, your nasty stuff. Stop doing the nasty stuff that displeases him and trying to make it feel good and sound right. Even with Thanksgiving, people don't even realize that these pilgrims they call, which are really just white people like you know, that just killed these Indians and stuff. Slaughtered them for the land because they were already here. So you got native Indians already over here. And then you're bringing the brothers, the slaves over here. And you're dominating everything. You kill everything. And then you say, this is ours. You trick people. You rape and rob them. 
Texas for North America, really the whole earth, because there's not one place you can go that the so-called, uh, I'll just say black people, I'm saying the people of the book, the true Israelite people, they have been scattered all over this planet and treated like nothing. And there is a vengeance. Vengeance for what has been done. The rape, the robbery, the murder, the hanging, the stabbing, the lying, uh, cheating you out of money on your jobs, cheating you out of your uh, pay, cheating you out of stuff. Uh, there's a, there's going to be great penalties to pay when Christ come back. Isaiah chapter 63, he coming back. That's one, that's just one. He tells you about the blood that's all over his garment. He not coming back to be playing with you, hugging on you and singing kumbaya. That's not what he gonna do. So we need to get ourselves in order. These people have been tricking us. And many of people who listen to this, if this not for you, honey, it's not for you. It's only for the righteous people that's trying to wake up and start doing right. If this not for you, sister, then I'm so sorry. Maybe it's just not your time to wake up. Maybe that's what you need to do. All these customs that we've been doing, and we're just keep going the same way. That's why hell just enlarged itself. You got so many people going the wide pathway, but not the narrow path. And that's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem in the end. A lot of our people won't make it. You will not see the kingdom of heaven. We have to continue to follow the law, statutes, and the commandments that God has told us. And if you really follow Christ, it's, and, and, and most people try to follow Apostle Paul letters and don't get it. Many people put Paul over Christ. That's crazy. That is crazy. You better go back to seeing what Christ told you. Because a lot of times Paul's letters are very hard to understand. And if you don't understand the other scriptures, you're not going to understand what Paul. You don't realize that Paul was just going to the northern kingdom of Israel. Who these people, they called them. Um, they were Hellenized Jews. There was uh, uh, people from the northern kingdom, which were brothers to the southern kingdom for the Jews. Because the Jews was on the southern kingdom end. And then the northern kingdom was called Ephraim. And they all split up. But they, because the northern kingdom went into idolatry, you know? I mean, a lot of idolatry. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Some of them Jews, Jewish, they, that's not the word. The Jews from the tribe of Judah, they were the same way, but not as bad as the northern kingdom. They got kicked out of the fold for the Most High. But he did promise that he would bring us all back together. All back together. Okay? And we're going to come back together again. We're going to unite again one day because the way things are going here, we're not going to have no other choice but to cry out to the Most High God. And he's starting to hear our cries and we're going to come back together as a fold of brothers and sisters in unity as one. Many of us will fall off, but many of us will stay. And we're going to bind back to the Word of God the way he wanted us to do. Not the way your ancestors was taught putting the cross up and worshiping the cross and all of that stuff is still idolatry.
Well, that's what I don't use it to worship. Yes, it's still idolatry. If I come to your house and knock your cross off your, your walls, knock your cross off your dresser, knock the cross off your neck, you'd be so mad at me because it's idolatry. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, evidence of the things not seen. I don't need anything to remind me but his word. I don't need anything that I can physically touch. I just need to know that his word that walked this earth is enough for me. I don't need a picture. I don't need any of that stuff. So I removed all that from my house. And believe it or not, when you take those spirits out, whoo, your house starts to get cleaner and cleaner. Spiritually, you can hear them. The more you follow the commandments, the more you'll understand that you'll hear his word much clearer. You'll feel his spirit. He will start opening up doors for you that has been closed. You will now understand that you've been disobedient. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you dress, the way you worship, where you everything you've been doing, you've been disobedient and thinking you follow the righteous pathway. It's trickery. So let's go back to the law, statutes, and commandments. Watch out what's going on with the economy now. You take what's going on in this history and time, and you mirror that with the Bible, and he'll tell you what's going to happen next. Episode after episode. But anyway, all praises to the Most High God of Israel. We just ask the blessings of the listeners today, and we pray, Father, that... Um, we all just come to a unity that the daughters of Zion will understand what they need to do to start making the changes and teach us when to say no when we mean no and teach us yes when it's time to be yes all praises to Yahweh sisters I'm blessing you in Hebrew language all praises to the most high you can always contact me too um, I'm Shariah at gmail.com Shariah S-H-I-R-I-A-Y-A-H at Yahoo yeah, I'm sorry gmail.com on that one gmail.com all praises to the most high you guys be blessed love you much Shalom